Good Life, a podcast about living life a bit differently. We're Natalie and Daniel, a married couple from Tennessee. In 2015, we sold everything we owned, moved overseas, and we've been living the expat life ever since. Stick around to hear about our travel experiences, both good and bad, our expat adventures, and everything in between. Welcome back to episode number five. We're going to Vienna. Yes, after we figure out how to buy train train tickets. So we thought we'd be smart and, you know, I guess we thought we'd be smart. We went to the train station a day early to get our tickets just to make sure that we could get booked in for the next day. This was while we were still in Prague. Yeah, this is while we were still in Prague. So we walked down to the train station, which is an older train station. Yes. And our first train station to ever go to. And I'll never forget walking up to the counter and asking the lady, can I book a ticket? for the next day and she just looked at us like we were absolutely crazy she's like why would you book a day early and also like when we walked up we had no idea how to buy train tickets most things were not in english no there at all maybe the exit sign or something yeah but i remember walking up and being like hi we've never bought train tickets before (laughs) (laughs) and And they they looked at us like yeah it's obvious yeah because we definitely looked like we were lost but we figured out the next day that you come back like an hour before the train departs and you just buy your tickets and you get on. Yeah. So that's what we did. Our first real train journey. Yeah. And it was so much fun. We absolutely loved it. I don't know why we don't have trains where we're from. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. It is ridiculous that we don't have like passenger trains. We'll get commuter trains. Like you can ship all your shit, your cargo. But we would have to drive. Like, why is there not a train to the beach? That would just make so much more sense. And I know we do have Amtrak that goes to New Orleans. Yeah. But it takes just as long to drive. Yeah, it takes eight and a half hours to drive. Or to to ride, and it takes like seven hours to drive. Yeah. So. Anyways, so this train was amazing. And we, I don't remember what time we left in the afternoon. Yeah, and we took the, they're like, you can have like, coach i guess is what you would call it then like business class and then like first class so we chose like the not business class but not coach it was like something in between i'll call it economy plus yeah economy (laughs) plus i don't think it was called that but on airline that's what they would say yeah so that's what we chose it was like all right whatever it's very comfortable um if you're listening to this and you have taken trains your whole life you probably think it's just a train stop being an idiot but for us it was really exciting it was our first time on the train um so, the journey from Prague to Vienna, which is the capital of Austria, was about four and a half hours journey. Um, and, oh my gosh, the scenery along the way. Oh, yeah, it was cool. You're going through, like, farmlands and the mountains, and then you would see, like, apple groves and stuff like that, which is pretty neat. Yeah, and there were lots of animals. and Some of the biggest rabbits I've ever seen just, and I'm... I don't know why that still sticks out in my head, but it was some of the biggest rabbits you just saw hopping around the fields. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really, really beautiful. We loved that train ride. Yeah. Um, then we found out halfway through the train ride that they had a booze cart on the train where you could actually go buy food and our booze. So we chose which, booze. Again, if you've ridden trains your whole life, you're like, of course they do. But for us, we were just very excited because 
we just we didn't know what to expect. Yeah. So we look like a bunch of out of place Americans. Yeah, on a train with our backpacks and everything. But we had a great time. We enjoyed our journey. We played cards. We got silly. We had everybody looking at us because they were trying to figure out what was wrong with us. Oh, we weren't being obnoxious, though. No, we were just laughing and having fun. We just had a good time. Um, But yeah, so we arrived in Vienna. And the train station in Vienna was like a totally different world than Prague. It was new. It was modern, clean. Everything was digital. Everything was in English. Yeah. It was just so nice. Yeah. And there were like signs of... Okay, you just did this. This is your next step because we didn't know. We didn't know what to do. Um, I think we ended up, we couldn't check into our Airbnb for a bit. Yeah. And so we had to check our luggage somewhere, like put it in a luggage locker. We did that. And you remember there was like right outside the train station was the metro station. We jumped on the metro and went somewhere. Yeah. I don't remember where. But we put our stuff in the luggage locker. And I remember that being like so easy. Yeah. And we thought, oh, it must be like this in every train station. That is not the case because we tried it in uh, Georgia in Tbilisi. (laughs) (laughs) They showed us the luggage room and it was literally just like. Open your stuff, open this door, throw your stuff in there. Hopefully nobody comes by and takes it. And it's open to everyone. It's just like bags. So anyways, Vienna has a very nice train station, very nice luggage lockers. But. Um, yeah, so that night we ended up checking into our Airbnb. It was a hotel apartment, and I'll link it in the description. It was really lovely, like tiny, but exactly what you need if you're just going to be out exploring the city. There was a hot shower, a little kitchenette, a comfortable bed, and the host was amazing. Even We never met him, but he had communicated everything, like how to get in the building, how to get into the apartment, and then he had left us um, a bag of chocolates and um, a bottle of bubbly. Yeah. Which is amazing. Even after we got there and checked in, he called the room, which is shocking that they had a landline, but he called the room to make sure that we were okay. Yeah. And he left us like a few tips on like places to go eat. Um, But yeah, it was right off one of the main roads and just a few minutes walk to everything like the metro, historical sites, restaurants, cafes, bars. It was a great location. And I remember that first night after we checked in, and I'm pretty sure we like showered and chilled for a bit after traveling for half the day. Um, it was freezing cold. It was bitter cold. It was below freezing, and the wind was probably at 10 or 12 miles an hour. Yeah, and it was like spitting snow here and there. It was sleeting. Especially coming, like Prague was quite mild. Yeah, compared to theirs. Yeah, and then it was really, really cold. Um, But again, we just bundled up. It felt very Christmassy. This was just a couple days after Christmas, probably, when we were there. Um, But we went looking for a very specific place. I don't remember what we were looking for, some restaurant we had read about, and we couldn't find it. And we were so cold that we were like, okay, let's just like take this next alleyway. And and, see what we find. Yeah, and just like, we'll just go into the first place that seems suitable yeah or safe so we walked down this alleyway and i remember like the door was really dark but we were like i think there's lights on inside yeah you couldn't really tell if it was open or not yeah so we just walked up and opened the door and it honestly was like stepping into a historical novel yeah like everyone's sitting around smoking pipes smoking cigars yeah just like Something that you don't see on the normal, I don't guess. I mean, for us, it wasn't normal. Yeah. Um, and it was really small, very local. And sorry, we have a 
cat being very naughty in the background. Yeah. Scratching the furniture, tearing up the plants. He don't want to talk about Vienna. He wants to destroy the house right now. Um, but it, I, the one thing that really stood out to me was not a single person in that whole place was on a device. Everyone was like just having conversations. Playing board games. Yeah, playing board paint board games playing cards sipping some brandy drinking wine yeah and they all turned around and looked at us like what you're lost yeah. yeah it was definitely not a place tourists would go um no it definitely wasn't and they uh they they seated us uh, seated us and they were very nice about it uh they brought us a menu it was not in english i was like i have no idea what's going on in here and then what after we'd been there, I don't know, a couple of minutes, this guy came out, and it was an Aussie guy, and he was like, hey, Americans. And I was like, yeah. He's like, we never get Americans in here. It's another one of our stores. And yeah. And uh, he sat there and talked to us, I don't know, five or ten minutes. He brought us some drinks, and he was a super nice guy. He, yeah, uh, he had lived there for a few years, I think. Yeah, he came, if I remember his story correctly, he came there to go to university and never left. Yeah. He was a really fun bartender, and uh, he was telling us about the places that we needed to go. The things to skip. Yeah, and then um, we we just asked him, we're like, oh, like, where would you go for dinner? Like, because we're only here for a couple of nights, so where would you go? And he drew a map for us on a napkin. Yeah. And it was like showing us exactly how to go in that area so we could walk. He was like, you have to go here, and you have to order this. And when you, I mean, I know he's not local from there, but he lives there. Yeah, and so has for knew, a long time. So he knew all the, the good places to go. Yeah, and man, I'm so glad that we met him um, because the places we ended up going were absolutely fantastic. Yeah, so we sat in there, and I think we had a couple drinks and warmed up and decided that we would go to one of his his uh, restaurants that he suggested that he drew on a napkin. He's like, it looks like you're going through somebody's garden, which technically you are, but it's fine. Everybody does it. And I was like, oh, we're going yeah. to get thrown in jail for cutting through somebody's yard so like i said after an hour or so we packed up and decided we'd go find this place and we i don't know we've been gone for what 10 minutes yeah and we're like probably about five minutes away from finding this restaurant yeah and i realized i had left my phone nope which is not something i ever do no but it had like fallen out of my pocket of my coat and slipped like in between the cushions yeah. of the booth and we were both just like we'll oh, never see that again never see that phone again so, i hated that phone anyways but you know yeah. i did need it so we turned around and made a, a mad dash back to the little cafe thing that we were in and as we got there the bartender that we've been talking to for the last hour or so was coming out the door because he had found the phone in yeah. the couch and he was coming to find us and he knew we were going to go to one of those places he suggested yeah. and he was just going to come look for us which that was just so incredible and it's just like it's such a reminder you know that there are great people out yeah. there and a lot of times when people travel they worry about being safe and obviously leaving your phone in a restaurant is not safe and you probably won't get it back no. but it's always a good reminder that there are nice people in the world who yeah. do the right thing not everybody's a dick there's still people out there that yeah. you know want to help you and you know if they find your stuff they will return it but the fact that he was coming to like look for us, not just put it at the front desk in case we come back, like that, it just was amazing. Yeah. Um, so then we went back, walked through those people's garden, and um, the restaurant was called Amerling Bizel. I am probably butchering that name. Yeah, that's why I let her do it because I was like, I can't say that. 
I just remember I took a picture of the menu and it had like an old couple on the front of the menu. Yes, it did. And they have a gorgeous outside terrace, but it was freezing cold and snowing, so it wasn't open. And so you, you walked like in the door and then down a few stairs. And so the whole restaurant almost has like this like cave feel yeah. underground. And the main thing I remember about that restaurant, except it was warm, I remember being really hot in there, was that almost every single table had a dog, like somebody had their dog with them and they were just sleeping under the table. And I just thought, I never see that. Like obviously in the UAE, not many people have dogs anyways, and you would never take it inside a restaurant. No. And even in the States, you could probably have, or where we're from, you could have your dog like outside. Yeah, but you wouldn't take it inside the restaurant and let it lay underneath the table while and like you ate. big dogs, yeah. like labs and stuff. So I, I was just like, oh my gosh, I want to move to Vienna. Everybody has dogs <laughs> and it's okay. Um, I, just, I, I think we had, I had some sort of like pumpkin pasta, like a pumpkin risotto. Yeah, I just remember we had whatever they said was the best yeah, thing we just on the said, menu. What's the special, like not the special of the day, but like what's this place most famous for? We'll have that. What does the chef suggest? And it was really nice. Oh, yeah. It was um, great food. Obviously, when we travel, we really focus on food and drink. Yeah. It's important to us. It's how we enjoy, how you get to know the culture. And we try to find local places and have the local specialties. Yeah. And that's where you can meet some of the like locals that work there are people who have lived there for X amount of time. Yeah. That can tell you about, you know, this is, you know, yeah, this is the big tour site, but it's, yeah, if you skip it, it's not that big a deal. Try this place out. It's 10 times better. And that restaurant that we went to and ended up eating at that night, the guy suggested, I I would guess was a million times better than the one we were looking for. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think after that, it was quite late. When we left yeah, there. It was around was it, midnight or so. We, we may left. have gone one more place because I feel like we went somewhere and they had some live music, but that could have been the next night. I don't remember. I don't that. remember. Um, anyways, walked back to our apartment. And you know how just like walking in the cold, it makes you so tired. Makes or you it, so cold. Yeah. So I think we like went to bed and went straight to sleep. And then the next day, um, I think our Airbnb host had suggested this place for breakfast called Cafe Lutz. We still talk about this breakfast a lot. Six years later. Yeah. And anytime we have a conversation like, okay, best breakfast you've ever had in your life, it always comes up. It's yeah. always in the top five. Definitely. Um, it was in like, was it like a hotel? No, it was, if I remember correctly, it was like a restaurant on the, on the no, it was a, a supermarket on the ground floor and the restaurant was above it. Because okay. you remember the doors opened out and they yeah. had patio areas. Over the over the, uh, the street, over the street, but it was so cold that they definitely weren't open. Yeah, it was really beautiful, um, and they—I don't remember what we ordered. Like, they had some like set breakfast menu where you get like a little bit of everything, and we we're like, "Oh yeah, we'll do that." It was so much food, and they just kept bringing like baskets of fresh bread and pastries, pastries, and, and then. I, like an, I think you had like an omelet yeah. or a scrambled egg, something like that. And then I wanted the smoked salmon. And they brought a whole bowl of smoked salmon. Like, I don't even know how many salmon were involved in this. Enough for about three or four people. Yeah, I did my best, but I could not eat it all. But And then they had like capers and cream cheese and um, mimosas. 
yeah and coffee. bloody mary's yeah and then and the viennese coffee is really nice very yeah. strong very good um but we just sat and talked yeah. and and it wasn't very busy because i think it was a weekday <laughs> and the the guy taking care of us he came over and he was telling us about the history of the place and how long it's been there and how long he had worked there and what's nearby and yeah what's yeah. the best thing to go see and do because uh, I remember correctly we were just going to pop in for breakfast and only be there for you know maybe an hour a little more and I think we end up spending way more yeah than that we I think we we're there for a couple of hours at least but we also we did not need to have lunch after that because no that filled us up and then then we headed out to well, go you walk. remember he packed up all the bread and we just dropped it off all the pastries and we dropped them back off in the room oh yeah I he's forgot. like he's like if you're just next door here I've pack all these you know, he put them in bags and stuff and we just put them in the room yeah. and we came back later on that evening and had a snack before we went back out to dinner i forgot about that that was delicious yeah um anyway, he took such good care of us and yeah then we headed out he had um, told us like which direction to go in to see some of the historical sites and we to be very honest we're some historical sites are really worth it in our opinion but some of them we like to see from the outside yeah, instead of... You don't necessarily need to do the tours. And yeah, going inside and do the mass thing. Yeah. Like, there's an option to go inside on your own, or if it's, like, a small tour, but, like, I just don't like the crowds of people, and you're just trying to take pictures and not actually, like, appreciating the place where you are. Yeah. Not to say we don't do those things, because sometimes we do, but not always. So, we end up walking to the Belvedere Palace. Which is pretty impressive. Yeah. So, I'm sure you've heard of Belvedere. And um, the palace was just amazing. Yeah. It was really beautiful. And not very many people were there because it was so cold. And they weren't doing tours that day. They were only doing them on the weekends. Yeah. And we were there during the week. But they were like, you can walk around. You can see everything. You just can't sample anything. So I think we walked around up there for an hour or so. Then went inside and warmed up. And yeah. got to see all the cool inside of the building and stuff like that. Do you remember they had the, um, like, out front, there's, like, a like a pond? Yeah. And we got these amazing pictures, because there's really no one else there. And the pictures, like, the Belvedere Palace is reflected perfectly. Into the into, water. Into the water. I yeah. love that picture. Um, yeah, then I think, I can't remember exactly, like, what we did on which day there. But I know, obviously, like, Christmas markets were still everywhere. But we had done that a lot in Prague, so we weren't. So we just kind of skipped those. Yeah, we just like walked through them. But then they also have like their market that's set up year round, like fruits, vegetables, restaurants. Coffees, teas, yeah. beer, and, wine. And that that market, I can't remember the name of it, was such an eye-opening experience for me because it's like, hey, in most countries, life goes on even when it's cold. Yeah, because everything had blankets and heaters and you just... Yeah, walked around with a blanket around your shoulders and stood under a heater for a minute and kept on going. Yeah, and like even the restaurants, like everybody still sits outside, even when it's below freezing. And snowing. Yeah, and I just absolutely loved that because, as we said in our first episode, when we moved from Tennessee, one of the reasons we didn't want to go to China was because the winter was so long. And cold. And very cold. Because like where we're from, in the winter, people just kind of stay inside, like, Unless you have specific activities that you do. Yeah, you don't go out. Yeah, people just stay inside when it's cold. And I don't like that because you feel like really isolated and you're not getting like a lot of physical exercise. And so 
it was a it was an eye opener for us that like even when it's cold, people still just carry on with their normal lives and go outside to cafes and restaurants and yeah, yeah, keep living life. Normally. I loved that. You just you buy a thick coat and you wear this blanket when you're at the restaurant. Yep. Anyways, uh, and then I think the next place we went was Saint Stephen's Cathedral, which was beautiful. Yeah, I remember that when we went in and I can't, it was a donation. If I remember correctly, you didn't have to pay X amount to go in. It was just a donation to the church. And it was like, here, whatever, you know, we'll do that. And you go up the, the towers, you go up the left side or the right side. And I can't remember which one's which, but we went up one of them. It's like, Oh, it's a lot of stairs. It's not that big a deal. And you go up and you get up there and you get to see the, the mosaic tile roof. Yeah. The roof is like, when people think of St. Stephen's Cathedral or even Austria or Vienna, that's probably what comes to mind if they've been there before because the roof is mosaic tiles, multicolored, and the patterns are really unique. Yeah. It's stunning. And then we decided we'd go up the other side. And I'm not the biggest person in the world, but I just had to, like, walk very hunched over. I had no problem. Yeah. I didn't have any problem. I'm only five feet tall, so yeah. Daniel's 6'2". Yeah, so, but it was really neat once you got up. Natalie could probably tell you how many steps it was getting up there because I'm sure yeah. she counted. I probably did count because my brain just likes to count stairs when I walk them, but I don't remember at the moment. Yeah, but I remember getting 400, up 400, <laughs> million, I don't know. Getting up on the higher side and you could see the whole city and it was pretty neat to be up there. Yeah, it was really, really beautiful. And we had it to ourselves. We were the only people there. Which was amazing. I'm sure if you went in the summer, that would probably be packed. You'd have yeah. to wait in line to do that. So um, so after all that climbing, we needed a snack. And I remember we stopped in this cafe. And it was really, really tiny. They spoke absolutely no English. And all we wanted was a coffee. And right. But like even when we said coffee, they didn't understand what we were saying. Because it probably came out like coffee. Yeah. Can I have a coffee? <laughs> coffee. Um, and But they ended up making it for us. And then the little old lady came and sat with us. Do you yeah. remember that? And even though we couldn't communicate very well, like it was just a friendly experience. Yeah, she knew a handful of words in yeah. English. And she used them to the best of her ability. And we yeah. knew maybe two words for yeah. her. So if if that many yeah um but it's such a cool experience and then so um vienna is known for this dessert called i think i'm going to say this correctly soccer tort which is like a dense but spongy chocolate cake it's a very rich chocolate cake it's very rich um and we went to this place called demel and it's one of like the famous places to have it and I don't remember if we had to wait, but I remember it being very, very busy. Yeah, I think we had to wait outside for a few minutes just yeah. to get inside. And then we ended up sitting at the at the bar or at the counter and splitting this chocolate cake and having a coffee. And it was so rich. It was really good, but like one or two bites yeah. will do you. But that was a really cool experience. I remember the um, look at the architecture of the buildings there. It's all like the, like the Baroque. Yeah. Style. It was, yeah, it was really cool. Um, and then I think we ended up going um, that night for dinner. We ate at one of the places that the, uh, the, yeah. the Australian guy suggested for us. It was called Ulrich. And it's where we had our very first authentic schnitzel. It was. And it was very good. It was fantastic. 
And then we had the authentic strudel for yeah. dessert. And that was also just incredible. And I think that's where the live music was. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Because we had schnitzel and strudel. We had a couple of beers. Or maybe I had one. I don't remember. But live music. And at the end of that day, we were just Completely so tired. Completely right. It's yeah. just kind of like, oh, it's time to go home and go to bed. And then the next day, I think we were leaving midday yeah, to go back to Prague. And we went to the town square. I can't remember the name of that area. Something famous. And there was like statues all around. And we, you know, got a good look at everything. And then there was a bunch of like shopping, like chain stores, I would say. But we didn't go into any of those. But there's this place that's famous for its schnitzel. So we were like, okay, it must be really good. And we, we waited in line, yeah. got to go in. So we split a schnitzel, but we actually preferred the little small, more local yeah. place. The little hole in the wall place where they've been cooking it the same way for the last yeah. hundred years. Yeah. I mean, the one, the touristy one was really good, but yeah. not as good as yeah. that one. So, um, yeah. And then we caught the train back, back to, to Prague, Prague and then flew back to Dubai. Yeah. Because it was straight from the train station, straight to the airport back home yeah i think we had to wait at the train station a couple hours because we got in at a weird time and then we yeah. ended up going to the airport but the flight was also super early maybe like 6 a.m yeah i can't remember yeah all the times but but man for our first trip to europe prague and vienna i think we packed everything we can or could into it without yeah. overdoing it yeah, and like we said in the last episode, we really like to just walk around and explore, and we'll take three rights, and then we'll take three lefts, or we're going to head ten minutes in this direction. And then when we find something that we think is cool, we'll go in and have yeah. a drink, have dinner, have lunch, whatever. Or ask the local people, where where would you go for dinner? Yeah. Yeah, so, and then the Christmas markets, the architecture, it was just unbelievable. Yeah, it was very... It was worth every minute of it. Absolutely. Makes me. It made me want to move to Europe. <laughs> yes, it did. Even though we had just moved here like three months before or five months before. But um, I still want to live in Europe one day. Yeah. I love the cobblestone streets and sidewalk cafes. Everything's the, a little slower. And every, well, yeah, I guess depending on. Yeah, depends which on which city you're in. You're in but yeah. like the old architecture and everything's yeah. amazing. The history. Yeah, seeing buildings that are not brand new that are been there for a few hundred years. Yeah, and especially like it's quite the juxtaposition coming from the UAE, where It'll the buildings are very modern. Yeah, and this country will be fifty this year. Yeah, so going to some place that's so old comparatively, and the buildings are amazing, and just like that style. Like he, obviously, they wouldn't build something like that here because it would not be in the style of this country no. but here everything's glass and shiny and it's beautiful i absolutely love it but it was like such a shock to go from one extreme to the next yeah and well, i it was amazing well you're seeing buildings that are a thousand year old or 500 you know yeah. versus 50 so it's a big at the difference most. yeah at the most 50 years yeah. so all right well, i think that about sums up our first big trip i guess yeah since we moved overseas um so yeah i think next time we should change it up do something a little different yeah so stay tuned to see what we do next yeah see y'all thanks so much for joining us today 
If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, share it on social media, give us a rating and leave a review. These really help us. Follow and connect with us on Instagram at Our Wayward Life and reach out to us with any questions either through social media or email at ourwaywardlife at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.